And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian and writer of 101 Dalmatians fan fiction. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of snuggling. It's Renee Colvert. And he's a writer who starred on the Gilmore Girls as Dragonfly guest number two. It's Demi Atichuibe. Chef Jeff is here to serve up his special honky-tonk double-barrel super Ortolan poppers. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little double-coated Tim Tams. It's me, what? Allison. Welcome to another Thursday show. That uh, carbohydrate was sent in by Eliza Davis Cumberland. And a while ago, I believe I said that I needed a carb czar to keep track of who sent in all the carbs. And I have one. She's oh. amazing. Her name is Jess. She sends me a spreadsheet every week. And I have to confess. Awesome. <laughs> I know. You know how lazy I am? I bet you there's a lot of repeats. <laughs> well, well, excuse me. What uh, makes you say that? Because I know how lazy you are. <laughs> well, what? this is Allison's show. Wait, are you suggesting oh, that I don't read the spreadsheet? Because mm. that's where I was headed. You know how lazy I am. I didn't read the spreadsheet this week. So I feel like I've done Eliza Davis Cumberland before, mm. but she just submits good carbs. What can I say? I don't even exactly know what a Tim Tam is, but I believe it's imported and it sounds like a cookie with chocolate on it. I think and it's I'm Canadian. That's sound right? It feels yeah. Canadian. Sure. Yeah. It sounds, so. yeah. Maybe think I'm just he, thinking of Tim Hortons. But I know we're on the right track. I maybe? think it's Canadian or English. Okay. But I think that you could buy it next to ketchup chips yeah. and oh, a yeah. Kinder oh, Egg. It's like Tim Tam Cheerio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's very English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like that. I think they said it in Mary Poppins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know that they did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they did. Yeah. Send in your carb and uh, get all exciting bonus exclusive material and you can see pictures that other people don't get to see and you can get bonus episodes and all sorts of stuff patreon.com slash Allison Rosen I would like to say hello to my guest hello and welcome back it's been way too long Demi thank you so much for having me back I was very excited when you emailed me I'm happy to be here it's yeah. been I didn't realize it had been since January but yeah. then Daniel said yeah. it's been since January and mm. I have no reason to question him <laughs> He Thank would you. know. Mr. Tim Tam Cherry over here. <laughs> yeah. It, it just, but if you had asked me how long it's been, I would have said two and a half, three months. That's what time is like in my brain right now. Yeah. I even like came in just thinking, have I been here this year? But I also don't know. I'm like, I keep remembering that it's almost about to be September. I'm like, oh, that seems weird. I thought yeah. it was like, we aren't halfway through the year yet. They already have the Halloween stuff at Michael's. Oh, really? Yeah. And yet, <laughs> do you remember how long it took to get from the beginning of school to Christmas. Oh, forever. Yeah. When you were a kid. Forever. It felt yeah. so long. I know. Now it's just... Are we the first people who realize that time seems I, to speed up I believe up this is older? hot talk right, right here. Yeah. That no we're one's gonna have to turn this believe, into somebody. I believe yeah. it was Seal who said time keeps on slipping into the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, not oh, Steve yes. Miller Band. Seal, no. early yeah. Seal. Yeah, yeah. 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 early <laughs> Seal. Um, hello, Renee. Welcome back. Yeah. Hello. Thank you for having me back. I also am very excited to see Demi. I also wasn't sure how long it had been, and so my reaction when I saw him was big. And then, and <laughs> that's how. Was that's big. how I knew great. you guys. Both Jeff and I knew you guys were here at the same time. You heard me because. We heard, we heard the happy reunion. Yeah, it was, was a, sweet. There was a party in the vestibule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I'm glad that it's been long enough because yeah. then after I blew up, I was like, oh, did I see him last week? No, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, so I saw you two days ago. <laughs> we worked together. No. <laughs> Still though, who... There's going to be a lot of negatives in this sentence. Here it comes. Who wouldn't like the person who always has an, a big reaction when they see you, even if they just saw you? Right. Oh, it's, yeah. a, good ta- it's a good tactic if you're like a sociopath. Like sometimes. You know what I mean? Someone makes you feel Renee. welcome. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, it works. <laughs> I have never gone public or even said this statement to anyone, not even my therapist, mm. but sometimes I'm I crazy. Think- <laughs> 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 no, that I said. Sometimes I think... Daniel, I hope this come. I hope you're okay with this. What if I treated Daniel? Old Town State Park <laughs> next. Ride, Daniel looks next so ride. vexed. I'm preparing myself. What if I were okay. to treat Daniel like I do Wendy, my dog? In that, whenever I see her, I just like shower her with affection, and I'm so happy to see her. And I yeah. feel like if I acted that way around Daniel, with like if I had instead of said it just one day started being that way, I feel like he would. Appreciate like he would like that. Of this course, is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, um, I would love it, and I would be very worried about your mental health because it would be a, an extreme change. <laughs> so feels, I mean, why wait? Why yeah, what's suspicious. going on? It'd be a little bit, yeah. What if it was a slow ramping up? Well, no, I'd be worried about like your hormone imbalance. I would, like <laughs> for real, I'd be making you go get a blood test. I feel like it's the kind of thing that you like more often when it's like special if it's just yeah. their someone's baseline you just kind of go like oh i guess they're always this excited whatever or you get like tired of it like i feel like if a coworker was doing that to me i'd be like i have to avoid this person because it's a little too much for yeah, yeah. i'd be outside of um an intimate relationship i'm probably pretty uncomfortable with that yeah, yeah. oh my fair. god what if though i did start doing that just <laughs> acted like you hung the moon and Hung the star. Well, what could, if people hang you moon could do with stars? A little what do they bit do? Of that. I know, and, but then what if that just <laughs> I mean, became maybe not the hung baseline? The moon, but maybe right. yeah. instructed the person that hung the moon. You know, like, <laughs> threw up the them, plans reminder. to hung the moon. Just something close. <laughs> I feel like if I were Daniel, I'd be worried. Then it's like, well, do I have to like come up to meet that? And then right. I'd just be like, well, this is a, an exhausting thing to have to feel like I gotta turn myself into yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't, I wouldn't what reciprocate. <laughs> and then you I just roll bad. over, right? Yeah. I just roll over and let you scratch my belly. <laughs> <laughs> I worked with a coworker once who. Uh, this is when I was doing uh, the tours at Universal, and every time anybody came in, he'd be like, "There he is. There's oh, my like, guy. Oh. There she is. There's that. my girl." And I thought I hated it, but then one time I didn't get my "There's my girl," and I was like. Ooh. Yeah, I know that's I what I'm like saying. It. We think I we don't like, like this it. stuff, but I think we do like it. I, it's the smaller, uh, like it's the things that you get less that you like feel more. Like if a coworker was only giving you like if if they're not giving you a "There's my girl," then you're gonna be like, "Where was that?" But if they're always giving you a "There's my," it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, no, it, <laughs> no, that makes sense. Though. It makes perfect sense. I mean, it, it's the um, I think it was This American Life. They they did a story about this guy who was this homeless guy who was going through the subway and he was just pointing to people who's crazy and he was going, you're in, you're in, you're in, you're not in, you're in, you're in. And like the person who's not in is like, what did I fuck? do? How do I get in? But it's, it's for nothing. It's no, there's yeah. no reason, but it's just that yeah. feeling of being on the out of something that makes you feel. So there's like an innate yeah. human nature there that doesn't like to, but the whole like, um, there he is. Yeah. I the thing I don't like about that is I don't know what the reaction of that is supposed to be. Sure. Right. Yes. Cause like, 
yeah, here I am. <laughs> it's me. It's me. Like my, I, what, there's a guy in my work who says that. I always feel like I need to like yeah, a five, hey. six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah and it's just a little soft shoe. It's like a spot. A giant spotlight has swung towards you now. You know, and I just say hi. What are your? What have you tried? I'll. Oh my god! It depends on how I feel. I mean, I'll be like, "Yep, here I am," or you know that you know that kind of thing, or no, no, here you are, or just something. Just oh, I try to rise to the ridiculousness of it. That seems appropriate. It's yeah. it's a great show I put on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm sorry, I had a brain fart, so I'm gonna have to start over again. <laughs> just the segment of the whole show. Jeff, I'm sorry, I had a brain fart, so I'm gonna have to start over again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at this point Jeff has enough clips that he could just construct a robot version of Allison oh, if she was ever oh, yeah. sick. I think he could. Yeah. Oh, definitely could. Yeah, I'd Didn't like he... to see that. Okay, 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 okay. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm going to teach you about riboflavin. Smart, fun, and funny. <laughs> uh, Demi, did you ever hear the story? And I doubt you did. Um, Shortly after Elliot was born, I was taking a video of something, but because of the way Instagram video stories work where you have to hold the button down to Mm -hmm. record, I did this thing where I, at the point at which I thought I was turning it off, I was turning it on. And then the phone was just sitting to the side while I was like changing Elliot's diaper or something. (laughs) And I listened back and all all you hear is me going, okay. 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 There's over. I like. I had no idea. I say oh okay God. that many times, but it was in this like. Was it you, Renee? Who's like you're? Or was it? I think it was Jenna actually. Who was like you're saying okay to yourself? You're telling yourself it's okay. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. Wow. I was like I was talking to Elliot. Like yeah. I'm gonna change your diaper now. But I was saying oh it was it was, it was pathetic. Was Jenna still here? When okay. Elliot was born? Yeah. Yes. Have you huh. like made? Have you <laughs> Time's f- weird. caught yourself doing it since? You've no, seen I think that that was the adjustment yeah. to having a baby, mm. um, which and which took a while to like. Now I don't. I don't think I do that. Okay. 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 Now you're now you're actually interacting with Elliot. Yes. So there's more of just a stay tail, stay put, not moving around. That's how you are. You heard? God damn it. I did not say goddamn. You little talking- shit. <laughs> I did. I felt like I lost my cool a little bit. Are you talking about this morning when I was changing his diaper? Sure. <laughs> I was changing a poopy diaper. Mm-hmm. Teehee. Oh. And he was rolling over and wouldn't hold still and was like about to stomp his foot in it. Yep. And so, and I also, as soon as I got him on the changing table... I realized there were only two wipes in the little wipe warmer. And I was like, uh-oh. So I was f- <laughs> fine until his foot started coming dangerously close to me. He was just like, would not lay down. So anyway, I was. You didn't use any of that language. I didn't know. No, but I think that you could hear my voice was like a little more insistent. It's t- He's definitely at the age now where he can resist. He can t- twist himself and it's kind of hard to, you have to pin him down in a way that feels like your or give him an iPad and then he's totally cool with it but yeah. Daniel's not in favor of that which yeah. I understand at what age can you call your kid a little shit <laughs> <laughs> well you can say it at any time okay mm. but uh, like uh, but more seriously like when when do they understand discipline and you're behaving in a way that I need it to change I don't we'll let you know, know. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, like I don't whenever think he, a kid could verbally be like, "What does that mean?" is when I'm like, "I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say it to you." Sure. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, today I was cooking something for him, and so I had a wooden spoon and I was making something on the stove, and I gave him a wooden spoon and a little what? Did, oh my god, I couldn't think of this word earlier when I was trying to explain a whisk? it into the dog walker. What do you like a saucepan? Yeah, Sauce, a pan. Yeah, saucepan. Sure. No, what is that called? A a cauldron? No. A saucer? A crucible? What is the a typical bowl. term for... It's, a saucepan to me is like a skillet. A stew pot. I think a pan. Right? A pan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with pan. Anyway, he had a pan. But then Wendy came in, and so then he wanted to hit her with the wooden spoon. Yeah. <laughs> and at first, it was just like a tap, but I kept saying, no, no, you know, you're going to hurt her. No, no. Um, and he just thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> and now but, it's and the no-no. And still no- wanted to like... Wanted to whack her with it. Now, now when you whack her on the head, you say, no, 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 no. Right. Well, so then <laughs> no, he... makes no sense of... It was tough, though, because I realized, like, I'm not getting through to him at all. Right. And I don't want him to hurt Wendy. And I took the spoon away. I did, It wasn't a, like, if you keep doing that, I'm going to take it away. It's just, like, I was, like, afraid he's going to hit her. And then he, like, freaked out. And then I gave it back. And I'm like, we can't touch her, though. Meanwhile, I'm like, Wendy, please leave the room. Please leave the room. <laughs> like, she has no sense of danger. He mm-hmm. has a slight sense of rules, um, but he's also at an age where um, part of the development is to assert one's own self a little. So say like I can do my own. So there's the rules are sort of vaguely understood, but also at the same time, there's an instinct to defy the, them. Right. Yeah. So you know what? Fuck it. I should be able to say whatever I want. <laughs> and if I hurt someone's feelings, fuck them. <laughs> Ooh, Allison's a big girl. I guess I am. <laughs> But then he woke up from his nap and he was holding his pacifier and he tapped her with that and he's like, no, no. Oh, so no. I thought, oh, he's he's getting it. Yeah. But Daniel's like, or he's just imitating you, which he might have been. Right. Uh, something happened today, which I thought was amusing. Mm. He's often in the bathroom with me when I go to the bathroom because that's just what you do. Sure. Uh, and so I was getting some toilet paper and he was interested in that. So I took a little bit of toilet paper and I gave the toilet paper to him. And then he tried to wipe me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Mommy made a boom boom. <laughs> so he's learning something. He is, I was surprised that he's aware of the, all the mechanics that happen in the bathroom. I didn't let him because I felt like. Thank you. Yeah, that's probably good. <laughs> I felt like a good I should yeah. But he really, really wanted to. He really. Oh, oh. <laughs> I wanted to. Your investment is finally paying off. <laughs> it really is. Um, so a lot to get to in this show. I have to tell you guys about uh, a dream invention I had, and now I'm just waiting for the millions to roll in. I have to tell you also about an interaction I had on Twitter, and I don't like to spend time on interactions on Twitter. However, I need to get your advice on what I should have done. Um, and then also we got to catch up with Demi, mm-hmm. and also uh, Todd Campbell. One and a podcast. So, podcastathon is Jimmy Pardo's annual like marathon show that he does at Flappers in Burbank, and he also streams it. And all the proceeds go to Smile Train. Um, and and there's also like an auction that raises money for it. And so he won a converse a phone call with me or this podcast. So we're going to call him for fan phone call. Oh, fun. So fun. all that's happening. Does he know this is happening? He knows this okay. is happening. Right. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> Surprise. Now, before we get into my bazillion dollar dream idea. I can't believe you're giving it away. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. TM, we're taking care of. Now you're yeah. fine. You're good. We said it. You know what? Actually, before I get into this, I'll just tell you the name of it, and then you can think about what you think it might be. Okay. okay. 
Hidden Bite Henry's. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're hidden called Hidden Bite, bite Henry's. <laughs> wow. Okay, hang on. Picky about what you use in your home? Grove believes a healthy, beautiful home should be accessible to everyone. That's why they made it so easy to get products you can feel great about using around your home and family. So Grove is a website where you go and they have all kinds of um, natural, organic products. Ones you're probably familiar with like Miss Myers, Methods, Seventh Generation, Burt's Bees, a lot of home clean. So like non-toxic products that are good for you, your family and your planet. Um, and they have be- home cleaning stuff primarily, but they also have beauty stuff. Um, and then they also have their own Grove brand. And I have to sing the praises. Last time I talked about them, I sang the praises of their blood orange soy candle because it smells so good. But I think my affinity and loyalty has since switched to their vanilla sandalwood candle. I thought I liked the orange better, but now I'm in a vanilla sandalwood kind of mood. Um, it's very sweet, but not cloying sweet. Um, but then the blood orange is really good too. The blood orange is more of like a fresh, fresh scent. <laughs> like Words. Citrusy. It's more citrusy and fresh. I love a fruit candle. It smells like mm, blood yeah. and oranges. Yeah. It's not. The two greatest smells. <laughs> right around the corner. No, for it's Halloween. really good. <laughs> and also, I bought some hand sanitizer on there. It's the same hand sanitizer that Janine Garofalo uses. What? Yes, because when I did my SF Sketchfest show, I think on stage, I was wearing this sequin jacket and I was dancing. And I think on stage, I mentioned that I felt like I, w- I smelled just because it was a cheap jacket that didn't breathe. And, uh, and then she was like, you know what works great for that is hand sanitizer. They used to use that before, like alcohol, before they had deodorant. And I'm like, I'll give, I'll give my pits a squirt. But anyway, <laughs> it also is a, primarily a hand sanitizer. And they have that here. Dr. Great. Bronner's Lavender. And I bought it. And I sprayed it on my hands, and I remembered Janine. She's got famous and clean hands. She, yeah. She but really does. Clean hands, Garofalo. They call yep. <laughs> but here's the thing. She, and I will get back to talking about this, but when I went to spritz it, I remember, she, like, I took it out of her hands and then spritzed, and I wondered if she's a germaphobe, and I don't know if she is, should I have let her spritz me without, like, putting my paws all over her hand sanitizer. Well, that's like if you use someone else's bar soap in the shower, are you making it dirty because it's soap? Well, this is the outside of the bottle, though. Yeah, but it's hand sanitizer. You that's can just true. sanitize it. Yeah. Okay. She's okay. I bet she's cool with it. Yeah. If I know Jean, and I think I do. <laughs> she's fine. So with Grove, you're in control with customizable auto shipments delivered to your door. You can pause or cancel anytime. They send you reminders so you never run out of products you use every day. You can easily change or manage your account anytime. They told me that about half of their customers do the auto shipments like every, you know, 10 weeks or whatever, every however many weeks I need this. And about half their customers just do a one-time order. Find out how committed Grove is to its customers. With a 100% happiness guarantee and free shipping, it's so easy to discover amazing and affordable natural home and personal care products with the confidence of supporting a safer environment for your family. Right now, my listeners can try Grove with a two-month VIP membership and bonus gift by going to grove.co slash Rosen. That's grove.co slash Rosen, not grove.com, grove.co slash Rosen. Grove makes it easy to have a happy, healthy home. Okay. In my dream... Someone ordered a ba- wait. Do you guys want to guess? Yeah, what do hidden- we want to take a look? Yeah, guess? please. What do you think hidden what bite Henrys are? Hin- hidden bite Henrys. Yes. Okay. I think Debbie. it's a secret version of one of those little chattering teeth toys. Ooh. Oh, that's oh, my pitch. interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is long. 
but hopefully it's true. The O. Henry candy bar. Mm. Take out a little bite. Oh, no. This was somebody else's O. Henry candy bar. <laughs> so it's just a tin of bites that you can squish it back in so nobody Ooh. knows. Oh, my God. Spare bites. That's spare bites. ingenious. Spare bites. <laughs> That's kind of spare bites. And no, fittingly it's, ironic for an O. Henry candy bar. Yeah, it's not that, but yeah. I love okay. that All idea. Right. I, well, now we're making $2 million. I need... <laughs> Spare bites for like every item in the kitchen. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. You got a roommate? You need some spare bites. <laughs> right. I didn't do it. Um, this is a product or it's a an invention. It's, it sits at the intersection of both. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with Henry, by the way. Sorry, I should have told you guys that. Henry is just the name. Okay, because okay. I was gonna say it's my it, was, dream it mind. was just a guy named Henry that hides in your house and <laughs> um this would be little bites of food. That are camouflaged to look like items uh, in your house, and you forget where they are, and then in the middle of the night, you can stumble upon them and have little snacks. Oh, I like that. Sounds fun, but no, Jeff. I think it is some kind of toy that you hide, and then it jumps out and bites you. I have a new <laughs> thought of okay. what it is. I think it's some sort of... You guys are all far away, by the way. Some sort of thing that you can use to like hide when you're eating. So it's like, oh. like, like a little lipstick tin or something. Oh, that it's like that's you're putting good. In, looks like you're putting on lipstick, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's delivering oh little, little Skittles into your mouth at the same time. That is amazing. That's brilliant. That's no, so it's, good. it's not any of these. These are all... And then nobody will talk about your soul-crushing alcoholism because yes. all they'll talk about is, she seems to be eating a lot of lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? Well, for that, there's Hidden Drink Henry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Hidden Sip Henry. These are all amazing ideas. Um, but I'm sorry. None of these are what Hidden Bite Henry's are. Now, remember, this ha- came to me, this brilliance came to me in a dream. So it doesn't make sense. But what they are is they're muffins. And inside is a, a, like a center of jam or cheese filling Ooh. or so it's like a, a uh, it's like a Cadbury egg. But you don't know but what you're muffin. getting. Yeah. And is it a surprise every time? I hadn't thought that far. I don't know. I think you could order, like, I would like some blueberry Hidden Bite Henry's. So it's basically just like a, a, a it's jelly a muffin with donut. A, yeah, it's a muffin with a surprise center. <laughs> a jelly muffin? Sure. Yeah, it's a That's jelly great. muffin. But wait, do they have these? Sprinkles does it in cupcake form. It's, but, yes, it's that, but, but it's, it's a muffin. A muffin. Mm. Someone ordered a basket of them in my dream, and they looked real good. But it, And I will say, in the dream, these muffins had... These were like had like a cheese Danish center, and the top had a circle of cheese on it. So they revealed what they were right away. Mm-hmm. Like I knew what flavor these Hidden Bite Henrys were, Some more. but they were good. And they I think good. I think it's a good idea. Well, there you go. <laughs> I bet we could make those. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I think That's they might. Like possible. I said, I think they might already exist. What does Sprinkles call these Hidden Bite cupcakes? I don't, <laughs> yes, they should. <laughs> I don't. They just. Uh, they have one uh, that they do. It's a like hostess. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do like a ding dong or whatever. Yeah, mm. but they um, most. I would say half of them have. Wait, I feel like I've seen their j- peanut butter and jelly probably inside. In the thing. Yeah, they yeah. Have sort of a little cauldron of. Hey, you like the top? Eh, there's more. What was the presentation wow. of this idea in your dream form? It, <laughs> I was at a restaurant and someone had ordered a basket of hidden bite Henrys, ah. and I thought it looked good. <laughs> have you googled it since? No. I was like, are you sure that this isn't something you saw and maybe your brain was like, remember the Hidden Bite Henry's? I Googled it during the commercial break and there was no okay, specific okay. thing right, called good. Hidden Bite Henry's. Then it's We're a still go. good. And later today, <laughs> later 
later in the day, I was remembering them as hideaway Henrys. Ooh. And and then I was like, I got to write it down because this is like, this is dream logic. It yeah. will disappear. Hideaway Henry sounds like a bar. It yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Like a good um, bar, but still a bar. Mm-hmm. Right. No muffins yeah. in this bar. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing. Um, so someone tweeted Greg Fitzsimmons and me and said, I don't believe that you really hate it or disliked private school. I think you're just virtue signaling. And I don't even remember talking about private school, but I guess Greg and I... saying to you? To both Greg and me, he doesn't believe that either of us disliked private school. He thinks we're just, quote-unquote, virtue signaling. Wait, did you both of you go to private school? I don't... Like I said, I don't... Yes. I don't remember this conversation, though. But it it was on his or my podcast where it must have come up. Okay. Okay. Um, yes, I know that he did. And yes, I went to private school from kindergarten through eighth grade. And so... I thought, what a weird thing to not believe. (laughs) So I wrote back and I said, without checking his timeline and without checking how many followers or anything that I just said, did you go to private school? Did you like it? Like to me, it's like pretty believable that someone wouldn't like private school. Any sort of school. I can't imagine someone being like, you're lying. You loved it. Right. 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 I wonder what we're projecting there. And is the virtue signaling... Like oh, you're trying to seem like you're down with the people, but really you I'm like the privilege. Well, that okay. So that is what I assumed. I'm just trying. I to made yeah. I what? made a giant error in engaging with anyone who would even use the term virtue signaling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what is yeah, virtue that's a signaling? Virtue is that sig- like this year's mansplaining? <laughs> it's like SJW. It's one of those things that folks on the right What's will SJW? say. It's oh, like social it's a way of putting warrior. down people who, um, if you're talking about. I don't know, how, how would you de- how would you define virtue? It's like saying I, I I care about people and minority rights and things like that, or I've done something. It's basically, to, and it's like, oh, you're just you're just trying to let people know how great you are. Or yeah, something. it's it's basically someone's just. It's weird because I've seen it used in such a range of ways where it's either just like, oh, you're just trying to show people what you believe, and or oh, you're just lying about what you believe. And in both cases, I'm like, I don't. That's not a thing people do very often and also we don't need a buzzword for it it just it's an instant like flag of like i'm well, an asshole when i yes. so i used to appear on a fox news show um and when i first got into that world there were some conservatives there who felt that liberals don't really believe what they claim to believe they're just yeah. saying it to get laid I think that it's because they don't believe it, so they can't imagine that you'd right. be sincere. Yeah. They believe yeah. that, like, secretly everyone is as it's a, racist it's, as yeah. they are, basically, yeah. right. but you're just trying to score points. That's, that's what virtue signals. That's is. not true, because I'm totally liberal, and I never get laid. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. We're not using it right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so he wrote back, and it was two tweets. He's since deleted them, but... Um, and he said, yes, he went to like Catholic Jesuit school for 10th and 11th grade and it was great. And then he switched to another school in Dearborn, Michigan. And there were all these quote unquote wild Muslims who would, and I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> it, like yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. like when you think that you look behind a curtain, you're going to see one thing and it's just like something so much worse, you know, yes. and there were all these Muslims. What's a wild Muslim? Is it just like a Muslim with no clothes, like running through the streets, you know, <laughs> living in the, in the forest? It's the Muslim that goes out behind the school to smoke cigarettes. All the <laughs> right. parents are worried yeah. about. Oh, like not practicing their faith. Yeah. <laughs> he only cares about the Muslims that are devout. Yeah. So there were all these like Muslims and they, d- you know, and then he sort of like listed all the things that they did and blah, blah, blah. 
<clears throat> and and then at the end, uh, something like in all caps, like diversity is our greatest strength. Like in he was being sarcastic. Right. So to him, I'm private like- school is white people and public school is diverse and like i didn't even oh, wait, realize public that school was was all the the wild muslims yes. oh okay yeah this was a racist person just totally. coming at you in bad faith yeah. totally. but i think virtue signaling is something that people say if they're sorry but it's racist i mean it's yes it's, i had no but i had no idea that to that public school private school was a race thing to him i the thing is i understand that angle of it but then he takes a turn where it's like it's good we separated i'm like oh that's not really it's it's more of a class thing it's like private yeah. school is where it's like the people who can afford it which is generally wider people versus public school which is like yeah everyone which means it's like ooh, diverse people aka the people who can't afford it aka the minorities yeah. and it's right. just like a lot of uh, not what's the like i want to say like dog whistling yeah. is the yeah. phrase where it's just kind of like you're saying things because you know that as soon as you say like black people it's going to be a done yeah. conversation right but, and and right. maybe this guy did have a traumatic experience at his public school i mean well, the, it sounds the, like he actually yeah, did yeah and that and, i mean it sounds like there were racial there was racial tension at his public school like, at the same time though that doesn't excuse being a total racist piece well of i shit. think that a lot i think that a lot of people have a hard time distinguishing from their own personal experience and not painting everybody with that same brush so that's kind of the problem with racism which is uh, one of them which is like <laughs> i yeah i grew up i've had some bad experiences and i'm so you know therefore any experience of diversity is bad and it's, it's insane. like you know it's like well Okay, you know, I, your personal experience was bad. I'm not going right. to argue with that, but it feels as childish as like someone getting their heart broken by a woman and then being like, "Well, then every woman is terrible." But which there happens. are, I know, there are so many people. Yeah. But like it that. feels like a thing that yeah. in my head, I'm like, "Well, we all know that's that's how 12 year olds act, right?" right? Yeah. Well, so here's my question. I was just like, Ugh! <laughs> and I didn't <laughs> respond, and I thought. I should have known better than to engage with someone who would use the term virtue signaling. Sure. That was my second response. My first response was to write back and be like, like, you myopic, racist, POS, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then I ended up not doing anything because I, I was torn between like what, like when someone comes at you with just like something that's totally, you totally disagree with, that's totally racist. Do you, on the one hand, like call it out? shine a light on it on the other hand if i do that he has like 54 followers or something. And if i do that it's putting a lot of attention on him like it's yeah. a signal boost to, yeah. i don't know i didn't I, know what the right I thing think, to do was i think the um and sometimes it's hard to resist but the the instinct to just say you racist that's a that's not a good reaction um i think that it's because it's not it's like what's the goal here is the goal to just you know um make him feel like shit or well, like why work. why respond? And so if you're gonna respond at all, um I would just focus on saying something like, you know, um well well your personal experience doesn't mean that all do you know like that, but but because once you call someone a racist, they're they're not gonna listen to you anymore. And so But it's if, like if I'm, you don't I'm care, not gonna get through fine. to him anyway. Well yeah. Most of the time you don't, but sometimes you can, and that's the thing I struggle with, which is like, when know. is it? When do I want to bother? And I usually don't have the time or energy to do it. But I feel like any scenario in which you could get through to someone is a scenario in which they come at you as if they open. are asking, yeah, open and like asking a question. Yeah, that's and the then trick. yeah, and whenever it's not something like that, and someone just says something out flat, that I'm like, this is going to be bad. I'm 
I'm so loose with the block button nowadays. I'm just like, I don't, I'm not having this block go away. Well, it's right. like sea lioning. Have you heard of that? Yeah, where they're yeah. just like, I'm just trying to have an argument. I'm just trying to have a discussion. Just the internet, uh, n- not for discussions. I'm like, uh, sure, have a discussion over there. I don't care. This is yeah. in such bad faith. You were just trying to, because they'll either start the argument or get to the point where they are just like, oh, uh, such graceless words for someone who's trying to just have a friendly debate. Yeah. I'm like, so I don't care. Bad. I don't. No. Yeah. So I, I always admire, though, there are people out there who will engage in those and they um and they will do it publicly so yeah. it's like the person with 54 followers if you just do it in a private way no one sees then what's the point unless right. you think you might be able to change but who cares? but it's like the goal is i don't think i'm going to change anyone's mind specifically but right. if you challenge these ideas publicly there might be someone who's watching who could be persuaded by the uh, their argument and now they're hearing the other side of right. it and, and we're so siloed right now where you know people just get fed up on both sides and we just like don't hear each other and we don't listen to each other right. that um that that it's just making things worse and worse and worse so the more that we can have a dialogue i think publicly the better. It's just who has the fucking energy to do it. I also it. feel like there are people who are slowly learning the language to make it look like they are not coming at you in an angry mm-hmm. way. And then if you respond in an angry way, which is often fairly deserved, uh, it boosts that in a way that like people yeah. who might be on your side or on the fence are just kind of like, wow, you're angry. That's so weird. He was just trying to be nice. And it's like, no, this is all a trick. I'm angry because it's in such bad faith. And it is... It's someone, gaslighting. It's yeah. gaslighting. It's that thing when you know that they're asking a question... But you know they're asking because they listened to Ben Shapiro all day or someone, <laughs> and they've got it loaded. They've got the argument loaded in their head, and they're trying to get you into a thing yeah. where they think they can like win the argument. Mm-hmm. And it's like I have no, I just don't have time for that. Or like, they ask I, you like the yeah. one specific question where it's like to answer only that question. You are leaning, you're giving them like a setup to say a, sec- a second thing. And yeah. I'm always just like, I see this coming. I'm not dealing yeah, with it. Yeah, because I got to unravel yeah. the premise of your argument first. This is way too much fucking mm-hmm. energy than I have right. <laughs> Yeah, and when somebody's doing that, they're they can say that they oh well, I just want to have a discussion, but they're trying they're trying in bad faith to get you to argue with them. Yes. Mm. And you don't you don't owe that person a response. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying though is that when you stumble across something that's just like blatant gross racism, do we ignore it or do we say something about it? Like, I on I Twitter. feel like a lot of people so I tweeted about how upsetting it was that Twitter like made a statement saying that bigotry on Twitter is technically okay. Was that and in regards really? to Alex Jones? No, it was like, yeah, they, it was in regards to Alex Jones, but they were saying something where it's like, uh, everyone is allowed on Twitter. They may say things that are controversial, offensive or bigoted, but, and then it was sort of like them saying like, we do not disallow mm-hmm. bigotry on the platform until it's directed at this person and i was tweeting about how insane of a statement that was and a lot of people were just kind of like oh so you think that we should just shut out the bigots who's there to argue with their ideas then and it's like people who are openly bigoted are not They're doing not so being like people no one goes and says something on the internet that is about a type of person without already thinking like this is a belief i have like if right. they're an adult they've lived their entire lives having to have that belief challenged. And right. I'm not the first person on the internet that's going, <laughs> hey, racism is bad. And right, and they're not out there saying, you know what, here's a racist uh, here's a racist concept that I believe in. Let's deconstruct it. Let's take yes. this apart right. and right. let's 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 really find out what's going on. It's like, no, you're just kind of out and, here to make people feel bad. And also a lot of the really poisonous ideas out there are um they propagate really fast. Yeah. They they make a lot of sense to people who are vulnerable to ideas like that. Absolutely. I'm not going to be, you know, and 
And the counter argument, it takes too long and is a little bit too convoluted relies to often- have the same impact against the force of that idea. And so if they're sitting there like going, hey, we're going to allow all these ideas, then it it's like weeds in a garden. They're going to spread faster than the fucking flowers and things because they're just more aggressive right. in terms of ideas. And so you're you're basically – creating soil for really bad ideas to flourish yeah well it's like people say you know call it out when you see it around you so does that transcend to twitter is sort of my question i feel like i think it i think sorry i just cut you off i think like the 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 two sides of the scale are on the one hand calling out this guy on the other hand giving him attention which is what he wants oh you know what you should do with this guy and other people like him uh, Lupin racist dog. Racist oh, dog. I know. I, lo- I was actually just, thinking about just yeah. Loop him in. Say, could you please? Uh, oh, I should have weigh, weigh in on this for anyone who doesn't know. Ra- is it just called racist dog? Is that what it's called, Daniel? Uh, I can't remember it's exactly. Racism sniffing dog. So, yeah, and in, yeah. in, in racism sniffing dog will um, it just retweet re- stuff and say bark 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 bark. bark, bark. bark. <laughs> I I had to mute that account just because I was like I can't keep seeing just racists it's in my pretty, timeline. Yeah. It's like oh, exhausting. That is totally what I should have done yeah yeah i feel like the the thing about calling people out is that i think calling out people only works when it's people you have an understanding or like a friendship with mm-hmm. people where it's like they're there you know that you're on the same team so it's like it makes sense for a friend to be like oh hey don't say that it's not like offensive yeah. anyway if you're calling out like someone who is just like has no connection to you other than they were racist. It just feels like you're magnifying them. You are essentially giving them a platform to then try and argue with anyone who wants to come at them. That is right. not you. And you're relying okay, on good. The- I feel better then. Cause I then, felt yeah. like, did I shirk some kind of responsibility? Cause then I worried that like, as a, you know, s- sort of quote unquote public figure or whatever, what if someone looks at this exchange and thinks that by my not saying anything, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I no. don't think that. Well, yeah. that's that ridiculous idea that if you don't engage in a debate, this is the, the AOC thing that happened last week with Ben Shapiro. It's like, just because yeah. you don't engage in a debate, then you don't have, you can't defend your ideas. Yeah. It's like, it's part of sea lightning. Yeah. Right. And that, and that drives me crazy because people will sometimes ba- want to bait me into a, a debate and, so, and maybe they're in good faith. I don't know, but it's like, yeah, I don't have the time. That doesn't mean I can't. I've got a a lot of other shit going. It's a sea lion yeah. thing, yeah. and so um, and honestly, even if you did have the time, why are you obligated to debate them? Right. Yeah, right. Especially when somebody's be just be, being a provocateur. Yeah, right. You're just you're just trying to cause trouble. You're you're not interested in having no. a debate. That's just I'll, it's foolish. There is an argument to be made that um, one way to not defeat racism, but to one way to counter it is to stigmatize and and isolate people who have those thoughts, right? You know, and make them feel like they they're not a part of civilized society. Absolutely, I think so. You, by blocking them, yeah, by blocking them, that's a way to do it. I think know? shame is a very very powerful motivator. If there's yeah. something that you say that you are constantly realizing that people hate hearing or are like so put off by that, that they are like, I don't want to talk to you anymore, then eventually you're going to go. Oh, I guess I'm the problem. Except, or your turn to the dark side. Except that, except that what happens on the is, internet. Except yeah. what happens is people like Trump will um, take that and and say, "Ah, oh, see how you've lost all these people in your life." You know, right. they're they're the ones that are victimizing you. Yeah, you know, and why don't you stick with us? And it might enhance their uh, position. So it's it's a 
But I, of all the people on Twitter, would love for us to just ignore Trump. Wouldn't that be yes. great? We just stop I've responding? Tried we so don't hard. do anything? Honestly, Wouldn't that be wonderful? I, I, I went a day without <laughs> seeing any of his tweets. I'm like, his tweets specifically, forget everything else, I know. Like increase my unhappiness level. Yeah. You know what's fun about blocking him is, first, the awesome, obvious benefit, but also <laughs> then when you see people tweet responses to him, you don't get to see what they're <laughs> tweeting in response to. And it's really funny because then they're making this joke and it's totally out of context and you have to kind of sit there and go, what could he have said that yeah. would I wish, say this? I genuinely wish that like we as a nation just agree. It's like we don't tweet at him. We yes. don't do any. Like I don't want to see him retweet it so that you can get off a great joke at him. He's not going to see it. It's just for us. I don't want to see it. I just am <laughs> like, let's ignore him. Let's pretend that he is straight up not there until eventually he just... Isn't. Yes. I'd love that. Or, I yeah. know this is a lot of work, but can we all just leave Twitter? Can we all just oh, go to a different platform? Honestly, I, let's like oh, yeah. yeah. And then he's just there screaming to the void, I've, and like, we don't let him into the oh, new yeah. place. When the Twitter thing happened with Alex Jones, where they were like, some of the things on here are going to be bigoted, I genuinely changed my password and was like, I'm not using this anymore. But then I slowly realized that it's like, I need Twitter for my career. Sure. Anytime I have any meeting or job, yeah. it's like, because of Twitter, I'm just like, I don't want to abandon this just because the people who created the platform uh, are awful and just right. throwing away everything that I sort of need. Did you change your password to something you didn't know? Yeah, I uh, had like a random <laughs> password generator. I changed the password. I was like, when I want the password back, I will I'll have my email still there. But then I very quickly was like, fuck, I need it. So I just was like, I'm deleting the app. I made a thing in my profile where it's like, every time I tweet, I'm going to have to donate $5 to the ADL because I don't want to use this place. Oh, and wow. I hate it. How, so, much, how much do you, do you as owe of, now? It started like two days ago, but I meant like $25. <laughs> and I I have to think about it every time because I'm just like, I don't want to tweet. I don't like this website. Now, do retweets yeah. and replies count? Yes, because I'm like, I straight up don't want to use this website. Got Even it. just like being on it makes me genuinely unhappy. And time I spend off of it is time that I could be doing anything else. So I'm just like giving it's myself every incentive to leave it behind. Yeah, I've been on Pinterest a lot, everybody. Yeah. Have you really? I, uh, What's yeah. hot on Pinterest? Yeah, these oh days my god. Cool. What are we All got? sorts of pictures of like landscape design ideas. Wait, what? How is... to decorate like difficult living room spaces. Ooh, Daniel. Color combinations. Loves reading. Is it Country Garden? Country Garden magazine. I'm reading on, <laughs> on my uh, magazine app. Um, yeah, I'm becoming an old lady right in front of your eyes. So but it's nice, charming. isn't it? It is, is it and it's it, it. Honestly, it's funny because Country Garden Magazine. It's you know, like the fir- when you open a magazine like Entertainment Weekly, and the first ad is like you know Coca Cola or something, you know. Yeah. And you open that, and it's like uh, uh, the fall the help thing that you wear around your neck in, in case you fall. <laughs> Life, out. Alert. You know? yeah. Life alert. Life <laughs> alert. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're like, okay, that's all, all right. right, that's fine. Yeah. Um. It's uh. Yeah. It's uh. I think that it's fun. That's the fun part of uh, buying a house is trying to think of like how you're going to turn the house into a place you want to live. You yeah, know? I think your you, space. Yeah, the type of person that likes a, a clever house. So, like this bucket is now a lamp. <laughs> uh, you know, I, some <laughs> of that kind of person likes a Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's, that's exactly Henry's what I want to know. Hideaway. Some of that stuff is 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 clever, but so much of it looks like hell. Yeah. You know, it's it, it, it that's um I you know Instructables, yeah. you know that yeah. website. Yeah. So I got on their mailing list somehow 
and it'll be like, hey, how to make a chair that looks like a football? <laughs> you know, and you're like, no, nah, I don't think I want that. Look, that looks like weird, like yeah. a kid would have it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. You know, like how to make a, a, a clock out of wine corks. Sounds kind of cool. But it's fun. Yeah, Daniel yeah, is obsessed with like having the perfect smart home. I well, I'm, I'm. There are so many smart home products out there sure. that it's hard to know. Because at first you think, oh, who would who would ever want to talk uh, to their lights? Well, who would like? Right. I, I get the lights thing. <laughs> I, I totally get that. But who would want like a washing machine that is connected to your thermostat? Yeah. Right. right. Like, why would I need that? And then you know you like mock it or whatever, and then you read about it. And it's like, oh, actually, hmm, that kind of makes sense. Wait, you know? how? When because the- what happened with the way the washing machine thing works is you put the clothes in there and then it'll run the washing machine when when your energy usage, it's mm. monitoring your energy usage is low oh, so that it's not taxing the grid and you spend more less money on, on energy. That's real smart. But it's, it's like cool. usually when I do the laundry, it's like I want it right now. So, uh, But it's like stuff like that where there actually is some sense behind it. But then there's like the toaster. Why would yeah. I? Why would I want my toaster uh, connected to Spotify? Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really need that. So I actually went on Instagram and asked. I got a ton of great feedback, and um, the the things I like are the light bulbs. Like Philips has these white lights mm-hmm. that change color temperature, so you can have them change color temperature, you know, at different times, so that like during the day you have nice bright light, but then at night it it goes to more of an uh, you know like a orangey. Indoor, light. yeah, stuff like that. Daniel has wanted this since I met him. It wasn't even Philips, and it wasn't even Smart Home when we first met. It was something else. But you were all you were you were showing me on an iPad many iPads ago, like lights that change colors and yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to get the ones that change colors. Excited. You can, ha- I mean, it's cool because your iPhone you can do it uh, if then then that. Oh yeah, thing. So it's like right. uh, it can be. Like you can have a program that says every time I leave work, it makes the lights flash at home. Yeah, <laughs> you know shit like that. Now yeah. I wouldn't ever do that. Or when you get home, the lights. But then turn I wouldn't red have to text you and ask. I wouldn't have to text you and ask when you're coming home because it would just flicker. I'll have them flicker the number of minutes that it's going to take me to get home, and you can count <laughs> oh them. And, that, and then you don't have 57. to fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can do stuff like that. It's cool. You know what I really want to do the second after we move in? Go on a trip. I've become obsessed now with wanting to go away, even though it really kind of makes no sense. It, once you uh, get into it, you just spend hours all day long looking for vacations. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's. Yes. But it's been enjoyable. But it's just like financially and also just logistically, it doesn't really make sense right after we move in. However, sure. that's what I'm obsessed with. And if I am going to go away, I'm going to need a new suitcase because my big suitcase, The um, this happened at Sketchfest, and I've... I've when I was leaving and I had to borrow gaffer's tape, the uh, like zipper broke away from the thing that the zipper uh, sits on. The worst. Yeah. yeah. So I was freaked out of my thing was. So anyway, I'm, I'm down a suitcase. So I was uh, looking at the away suitcases because I'm in love with my away carry on. Um, are you guys familiar with Away? I was I hoping like you were going to talk about Away because they are great. They are. Which size do you have? I have. I don't know what size it is. Does it have a, a battery charger in it? No. Oh, yeah. So the carry-ons, you can charge your phone uh, in the suitcase. You can charge your phone like five times. Yeah. If you get, you like charge it up and then you can charge on the go. So if it doesn't have that, then you have a bigger one. You might have the medium or the large. I get the smaller one then. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, but they're all good. Yeah. They're all good. No, I like it. That's why I was like, ooh. Yes. I got like a nice sand colored one. It's very mm, cool. I have a black one, but now they have new colors. So ooh. I'm like, I want the blue or the white or the pink. Pink is... Don't get pink. I kind of want pink. <laughs> but what if I need to use it? Then I'll get the blue. Then you're going to look you very cool and yeah. comfortable with your I'd have to wear. I'd have to wear like a, a, like a black tuxedo. <laughs> Or and a pink tuxedo. Yeah. Lean all the way into it. But anyway, they're amazing because um, they have wheels that spin all the way around. So you can be one of those cool people pushing your suitcase through mm. the airport. Allison Rosen is your new best friend, is supported in part by Away, makers of first class luggage at a coach price. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, I love my Away carry on. You can charge your phone in it. It's also got, um, you open it up and then it's got a, com- a compression system inside. It's super well organized. It's, I enjoy I enjoy using it so much that that's why I'm like I've got to get the bigger version of this. And I've only ever had soft-sided suitcases. So this is my first experience with like a hard shell, although it's very light. It's a light polycarbonate. Can a gorilla jump up and down on it without ruining it? <laughs> How strong is the gorilla? Possibly a a, a weak gorilla, a strong yeah. gorilla. I don't know. I've never I bet, tried that. I bet. It's I bet. pretty strong. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the interior features a patent pending compression system, which is helpful for overpackers. Away carry-ons are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your phone five times. TSA approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. A removable washable laundry bag keeps, which is an amazing feature, keeps dirty clothes separate from clean. There's a lifetime warranty if anything breaks They'll fix or replace it for you for life, and free shipping on away order uh, within away orders within the lower forty-eight states. For twenty dollars off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com/bff and use code BFF at checkout. That's awaytravel.com/bff and use code BFF for twenty dollars off a suitcase. Okay, we got to call Todd, but let's just do a quick check-in with. Demi, what's new since January? <laughs> okay, well, I can tell you what's new since we started is I just came up with an, a great invention. Oh, my God. Ooh. Hideaway we Henry's? We already did it's it. It's no Hideaway Henry's. It's a musical microwave that when you put in a certain time, it chooses a song. It's just the same that's amount of time. Brilliant. Oh, my God. That that's that's, that's so amazing. We were talking about Connected Homes, and I was like, that, I'm ta- this is mine now. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. That's a great at GE, idea. Uh, get in touch. They have a connected microwave. It doesn't do that. Hmm. That's genius. That's such a good I'll idea. I'll know if you hear this. I'll sue you. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> That anyway. is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my new uh, thing. That's my new business. But you might find yourself like <laughs> overcooking or undercooking your food because there's a song that you want to hear. It's like Grateful Dead Live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you put in anything over eight minutes, it'll just pull up fish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I've been good. Uh, since January, what has happened? I have been uh, working on the Late Late Show. That's my new gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for the applause, op- audience. <laughs> has that been fun? It has been fun. Do you work uh, on the what? What do you work on the monologue or like what aspect? I am work working on? on sketch, uh, which is so fun because I've been, I mean, doing like these musical video things online for a while, and it's been fun as a hobby, and I like doing it as a hobby. But at least on the show, it's like it's the kind of thing where I can do it and then just have them go, okay, we'll put a team behind it to shoot it for real, and like we'll do it with the celebrity, and I get to do it like very cool big things for television. So it's like that's so cool. a lot of fun because I feel yeah. like I'm still retaining my own sense of like 
musical wonder and like jokery, but I am getting to do it on a bigger scale. That is really cool. Demi, I love this. Can you give us one of your favorite sketches that you've done? So I got to do, I, I think you, I mean, I think you saw it. No, uh, <laughs> I, it was going around a lot earlier this week, but uh, recently we had Ariana Grande on. It was so good. Oh my Titanic God, you did thing? so good. It was yeah. so good. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to write a bit where it's basically the soundtrack to Titanic, which is them, they build like nine different sets and uh, like I chose like 14 different songs for them to sing. Oh my- clips of that like put together the plot of titanic and so it was really fun it it seems like there's not much to write with something like that but i essentially was like helping to produce it and i got to be like well this is what this set should be this is what the costume should look like this is where they should go here's where they'll dance and then this guy will come in and pull them it was like a lot of like writing every stage of it and then getting to be like what do you think of that and they were like yeah we like it a lot and i was like great cool this is my first big thing that's so that's cool. awesome I'm yeah happy. i was gonna be like i love this one but i was like well, what if he didn't do that <laughs> <I> one did. <laughs> reverse it and ask it's so good Thank you did you. such a good job i've gotten to write a few other things that like fell through last minute but i was still like well it was still cool to get to write that and didn't feel like a huge disappointment but i have a lot of things that i'm getting to write now that are like original song or like original musicals or original bits and i'm very excited to eventually get to shoot them that's cool so you you don't have the same pressure of getting it up and done in the same day no yeah yeah there's the the time element is always just like i'll look forward like two weeks and go like well what's happening oh this thing's happening it'd be cool to do something there right and then i can like write it in three days and then have them go okay we'll take the next few days to like build sets and do this giant idea for it which is really cool that's so neat what was the hiring process like it was so this is the third time I had submitted Uh, I originally submitted I think back when they were starting the show in like 2015 and uh, it was like I was too green then of course I didn't get it but like uh, this was the first time that they've asked me to submit that I've been like oh I'm free and like I would love to have a job and do it so it was uh, one of the head writers had reached out to me because they had seen a bunch of my uh, music things and were like I think you'd be a perfect fit there's a job opening up you really should apply and I applied, and uh, they had known me from before, so it was very easy to, like, go in for a meeting. And then, like, they got to show uh, James some of the videos I had done on Twitter, and he was, like, very impressed. He was like, oh, wait, you, you did these? And I was like, yeah, yes, how do you, what do you think? <laughs> and they're like, these are great. We This is exactly the kind of thing that we are trying to bring onto the show. So I was very excited about that, and then I just... Yeah, it was like waiting a few days and then being like, hey, if you want it, it's yours. And I was like, yeah, I do want it. That's so nice. Yeah. Amazing. By That's the way, really people, cool. like the Vine stuff's still up, right? Like in some I sort of archive so. form. There's got to be. I, there's a lot of people who just like downloaded them for themselves and put them up on YouTube. But yeah, they're they're out. Because I would say people who haven't seen your Vine should check them out because <laughs> you're, you're, you had the such a great Vine Thank th- you. Uh, feed. I yeah. feel like that is... Like, I I can't, I have not gone and looked back at my vines since Vine died, and I was just kind of like, well, that's the past, that's fine. I've just been like, well, onwards and upwards, just because I'm like, I'm going to be embarrassed by it at some point, and I don't want to recognize that (laughs) voice now. (laughs) But yeah. Mm. And um, now the super personal question. How's your love Mm. life? Because... Ooh. Because... See, she baits you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this isn't gonna get. Can we go to an ad break? No. Uh, So I remember when you were on, but this is maybe like a year ago. You were seeing a therapist who's like, if you've been with an. A ten, you could get an eight, or if oh yeah, eight, that, that I, that I'm weird... inflation or whatever. Yes. But I don't know what the numbers were. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I remember that. Uh, that was a weird therapist. Uh, I'm also not in therapy anymore, which is a bummer because I keep thinking like I do want to go back to it, but my therapist, like at the 
uh, flip of the new year uh, stopped taking my insurance. So oh. I was like, okay, well, I need to find one that does. And now that I have a job, I'm like, well, I need to find one that does and is on the weekends. And it's just this whole thing. But mm-hmm. I feel like I would love to get back into therapy. But now I'm just dodging the love life question. <laughs> uh, That's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I briefly dated someone shortly after that where it was going well, but I felt like the entire time I was just sort of like ignoring a problem I had and then I embraced the problem and it just felt awful but we broke up and are still like close but I since then have just been like I'll date but it's never nothing has come of it where I'm like this is the real deal now so mm-hmm. it's but in I think flux that's, but that's what dating is <laughs> it is yeah. yeah and you're young and I'm young, but How I feel young so are old. You? I'm 26. Oh my god! I just how had a birthday. How did you get younger? <laughs> I Holy didn't. Holy moly! I Wait. forgot how young you are. When was your birthday? Uh, it was August 2nd. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday! Thank you. Well, thank you so much, audience. Again, <laughs> so late, but thank you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't always used to be so old. I mean, none of us did really, no. but no? I, used to I be didn't used to be on the on the old side of everything. I've always been 26. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> birthday was just like a recycling. 26 is a good age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I hear. Well, you're right in the middle of of. It's tough in some ways, but there's no age that I'll be where I'm like, well, I still feel old. <laughs> or like where I won't be that way. Right. Like, I, I still feel very much like. Everything I do, I'm like, ah, it's not quick enough. I feel like I'm slacking. I feel like I'm so behind. It's not funny. That, it's that I remember feeling that way in my 20s, and then when I got older, wanting to go back in time and yeah. say, like... You're so fast. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. You have plenty of time. Yeah. There's, But there's that feeling of, like, if I'm not, you know, where I need to be in a year, you know, uh-huh. yeah, and make make yourself miserable that way. And it it's like, I... It used to be that I was the young one that everyone was like, oh, you're too young to be doing these things. And I was like, yeah, maybe, but I still felt the pressure. And now I'm like, there are people who are younger than me that I feel like are eclipsing me and I'm surrounded by them. So I'm always just like, what am I? I need to be shaping up and doing more. Why am I not doing more? Or like, why am I not better at the things I'm doing? And it's just like, I think that's my own self-esteem. I was the young person doing all the things. Let me be a cautionary tale. <laughs> no, but I remember when I'm like, I'm losing my edge. I'm losing my edge. Mm. I'm no longer like 18 and writing for the LA Times. Now it's like normal. Like now I'm writing for magazines, but it's normal that I'm doing that at this yeah. age. And then all of a sudden it's just like, now I'm just on the other end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call Todd. Yep. Let's call okay. Todd. Okay. Todd, Todd, Todd. I think we have a song. Oh, we're doing it with a real landline phone. That's right. That's right. Elliot does this thing now where he'll pick up remote controls or whatever and he'll go, hello. Come on. (laughs) It's like, so cute. (laughs) Hello. Hello, is this Todd? Yes, it is. Hello, it is Allison Rosen, and you are on with me, Demi, Renee, Daniel, and Jeff. And hang on one second while I ask Jeff, the way I'm holding the phone, do you think this is good enough for Should the mic? the other way? The sound is probably coming at a different part of the phone. So. Probably where <laughs> yes. your, your, your ear would go. Yeah. I was holding the <laughs> mouthpiece of the phone to the microphone, there which makes no sense. Okay, how's this? Hold on a second. Okay, we're, we'll be with you in a this second, Jeff. Okay. All right. Like a flute. Perfect. Oh, look at you. We're yeah, playing. It's the like I'm talking Todd into a recorder. Yeah. So, how are you, Todd? 
I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. Um, so you're in, are you in Seattle? Yes, I am. I See? love Seattle. Seattle's I know good. a thing or two. Can How, Todd even hear us? Can you hear? Can Over you hear the everyone? rain. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, good. Well, first of all, thank you for winning this auction. And second of all, sorry it took so long to arrange this. Oh, no problem. Um, so what do you do up in Seattle? Tell us about you. Uh, I work in IT, and I'm actually uh, spending this current week in between jobs. I start a new job next Monday working for a video game company. Ooh. Oh, awesome. Uh, what company? <laughs> uh, Demi wanted to know what company, if you are at liberty to say. Uh, ArenaNet. They make a game called Guild Wars 2. Oh, Yeah. I do. I did. They also at one time were they involved in World of Warcraft, or is that like a separate? Some of their founders actually came from Blizzard. Okay, that's what it is. Nice, cool. Congratulations on the new job. Thank you. Um. So, Todd, I hear that you gave a kidney to a stranger. What? 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 That is correct. Jeez. Five years ago. Oh wow! Wow. Yes. Tell us this story, please. Uh. So, one of the things where I read about, you know, altruistic kidney donation on the internet and thought, hey, that sounds pretty neat. And then through Facebook, I, I hooked up with a friend I'd grown up with years ago and it actually turned out his wife had received a kidney transplant for a friend of theirs. And so I started talking to him and her and hearing from her how much of her life and quality of life she got back from this kidney transplant just told me right then and there, well, I've got to, I've got to see if I can help someone wow. do the same. So I contacted my local transplant center, which I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina at the time, and said, I'd like to donate a kidney. And so I went through the whole process of wow. a bunch amazing. of tests and things and got uh, approved as a donor, and they matched me with someone, and I donated. Now, did you get to uh, choose the person you donated it to? <laughs> no, they chose it on best match. Uh, with my uh, blood type and DNA. Uh, so a person would most likely, uh, you know, not reject the kidney and have the best uh, opportunity to uh, have it not be rejected. Wow. And is that local or national? Did you have to travel for it? Uh, since I went directly to the transplant center in my town, it was local. Okay. That's incredible. So you did not get to vet the person to make sure that you weren't giving some yeah. kind of asshole a kidney. A <laughs> uh, correct. I didn't. I had no choice in the matter. And but to me, it's, it's another fellow human who deserved a shot at a, at a quality life. And that's so kind. Be, uh, a thirty-five-year-old father of three. Wow. Who had been wow. on dialysis for two and a half years. Wow. Such a good guy. Do you feel different now with one less kidney? Uh, no, because the other part of this story is uh, almost 30 years ago, my father lost a kidney to a to a tumor, and he he's lived fine with a single kidney all that time. So Ari, Ari was well aware of, you know, the fact that, yeah, she can live with one kidney, no problem whatsoever. So no difference. Right. That's great. Yeah. How was the recovery from... from- removing the kidney from the surgery it wasn't that bad it was done laparoscopically so it was oh. just a few little small incisions and one incision is maybe three and a half four inches where they actually uh, took the kidney out wow that- did, did you meet the guy i did meet him uh about uh four or five months after 
procedure. What was that like? It was surreal. Yeah. I bet. Do you guys still stay in touch? Uh, yes, we do. Cool. Do you check in on your kidney now and again? Like- <laughs> Yes, I do. Like, are you are you still staying hydrated? You FaceTime with your kidney. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And then you were able to be really active afterwards. Uh, yes, I actually hiked the Grand Canyon rim to rim three and a half months after oh my, my surgery. God. What? You're cooler than me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, now I feel. I know we got to do that something. That was kind of the goal I set myself. Uh, beforehand, it was it was a trip I had planned for quite a while, mm. but it was the goal for me to you know to prove I was back to being healthy and, and living my life was to do that, and things just kind of fell at the right time to to actually have it work. That's nice. Todd is better than us and more active than us. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. across the board, Todd. I right. speak. I told a story earlier, Todd, about being too lazy to open a spreadsheet, <laughs> literally, <laughs> and I have two kidneys, so no excuse here. <laughs> <laughs> Two lazy kidneys. Yeah, you got to get rid of one of those kidneys. That's well, actually, like. no. You have you have at least four kidneys right now with the, the baby. Right? Oh. That's right. Oh, I was like, wait, what? What do I not know about people? <laughs> yes, I'm pregnant. Ah, uh, that explains it. That's right. I've got two normal sized kidneys and two tiny little cute kidneys. Oh, tiny ones. Yeah. <laughs> and also, there's a tiny penis inside me. Whoa! Oh, there's a sound clip. <laughs> oh Jesus! And I've got. I've got, four. That, so. <laughs> yeah. I've got four butt cheeks. That's fine. Now we're having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Now we're just. Uh, now we're just being silly. Um, Todd, that's so kind of you. You're an altruistic man. I'm a giving person. Yeah, well, we're picking yeah. up on that. Yeah. yeah, and you donated a smile train by uh, weighing yeah. by by weighing in on this auction. So when did you start listening to this show? Uh, I started listening not, actually not too long before the great, uh, firing. Ah, uh, the great firing of <laughs> late 2014. <laughs> the bloodletting. Well, thank you for listening. Oh, thank you for a great show and, and, uh, for making me laugh every Monday and Thursday. Thank Aww. you. But they do the show three times. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what else? What else do we need to know about Todd, the man with whom we're doing fan phone call? Well, how does he like Seattle compared to North Carolina? Do you- uh, the the people here aren't quite as friendly as the South. Yeah, uh, that's sure. one thing I've noticed. Yeah, especially Seattle. Uh, I got fish to toss around at the market. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, the Seattle freeze—they yeah. call it that, right? Yeah. Yeah, they call it the Seattle Freeze. Oh, wow. People aren't as, as friendly and outgoing. Yeah. How long have you been in Seattle? I've been here three years. Okay. And did work do this to you? <laughs> uh, I know I chose to. My yeah. wife's originally from Portland, and so we wanted to, to move to, to the Pacific Northwest. That's nice. Again, with the niceness. <laughs> I know. You're such a good guy. Did your wife have feelings about you donating a kidney? Uh, yes, she did. Uh, she was a little trepidatious at first, but uh, she she was on board with it, and uh, she actually had considered uh, doing the same uh, a few years ago until uh, she got derailed by some health issues of her own. Mm. Oh, right, because you have there's all sorts of criteria, right, to donate. Yeah. 
God, my fear is just like, what if you end up needing that extra kidney? I know that sounds. I so go much. to the top of the recipient list. Ooh, oh, they don't tell you about that. You should get like VIP card for other things too, like yeah. a yeah. free basket of wings when you go to Chili's. You get or something. to board the plane right. first, yeah, yeah. wherever oh, there's a long line. Good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you really should get a lot of perks. Out of my way, I have like, one kidney. Like yeah. zone one boarding. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Honestly, though, like for things like that where there's a societal need, why not? Yeah. yeah. Just a universal front of the line pass. Right. Wherever I mean, you are. If you go on a plane and you're the kind of person that will need to pee more because you have one kidney, why right. not let you on first? Yeah. So you can sit next to the bathroom. Drive Is that it. a thing? Do you need to pee more? Uh, I have noticed, yes, that, that turns out to be true. But also, I'm, I'm just turned 50 this year, so... It's kind of maybe coincidental. Wait, you just right. turned 50 and you hiked the Grand Canyon rim to rim? <laughs> Five years ago. Oh, still, God, that's still no, in, that's, that's remarkable. Yeah. You're living out like a crazy commercial that's trying to sell me some <laughs> pills. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we may have to give, give away our to your life. Well, sure that. Uh, but I also, we got to make a movie about Todd. Yeah. I have thought about it now and again. I've thought like... About making a movie about Todd? <laughs> I've been working on a movie about Todd, yeah, you guys. This we all? is one of well, the Well, here's where you ask him for the rights. <laughs> I know. Um, no, I've just thought, like, you could make such a humongous difference in someone's life yeah. by doing this. Yeah. Um, that's I, as far as the thought goes, but... I didn't know you could just step up and be like, hey, if anybody needs one, yeah, I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. That's crazy and Why amazing. Why are we all living with two kidneys here? Yeah. We shouldn't be. What are the things you could donate? I think you can donate bone marrow, too, right? Hmm. Yeah, so I've been on the bone marrow registry for several years now without a call. Wow. So it's like if someone needs your type of bone marrow, then you get the call? Yes. That one that one I think is much more of a of a procedure than the kidney. That because I I've heard that it's pretty pretty gnarly. But mm. that that's one where you really like I that that's another save a life thing. You yeah. know, is what is it, leukemia? Yeah, for for that one they actually uh they have to, to build up your bone marrow, so they actually give you injections of stuff to actually increase your bone marrow production, and you kind of feel this swelling sensation throughout your bones because Whoa. of it. I've, I've been told I have pretty pretty heavy bone marrow, <laughs> so I might be okay. Old dense bones, no, you're dense bone Daniel. Yeah, yeah. So wow, yeah. Have you have not really been told that? Have you? Everyone's always told me that. <laughs> it's the first thing I noticed about you. Just that guy has got a ton of bone marrow. Yeah, I was going to say when you guys first started dating, did mm-hmm. he lead with that? You know, I've yeah. been told that yeah. had a lot of. Marrow. It was his uh, headline on OK Cupid. <laughs> 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 Heavy bone marrow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, um, yes. I think that it, it is the criteria higher for bone marrow, like match wise. Uh. Yeah, it is. I think it is a little more uh, stringent. Yeah. In terms of what it takes to match, because uh, I think with kidneys and other organs, they can do a lot more with the uh, anti-rejection drugs to kind of help it. Right. Uh, I, had a, I had a friend. Yeah, I think bone marrow being such a and stem cells being such a uh, a central figure in your overall health, that I think they have to match a lot more specifically. Yeah, I, I've heard that. Um, I have a friend who is Filipino, and she was having a hard time. Be- she needed the the bone marrow transplant, and there are just very few people because she needed basically somebody who was also Filipino. Like you couldn't just have the same blood type. Yeah, you had to have a very you had a, right. have a closer genetic match. Oof. Yeah, it's tough. Well, well, Todd, thank you so much for um for being you. 
Well, thank you. And, and good luck with the new job. Yeah, good luck. Okay, Make a great game for us. We'll play it. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Bye, Dad. Bye. Bye. Oh, boy. What a hero. Yeah. I feel guilty now for having two kidneys. Uh, for everything yeah, I've done. I, no, the entire yeah. time we were having that conversation, I was like, I'm going to give away one of my kidneys, yep. I guess. I really have thought of it, but not not in a true altruistic way, but just like thought of it like, imagine that you could so easily make such a life or death difference for yeah. someone. That's as far as it goes in my head, though. This is what a shit I am. During the conversation, I was thinking like, God, I wonder what the criteria is, because I really hope I would not be um like i i really like i hope i would get rejected and then like i went as far as i tried and then i couldn't yeah (laughs) it's almost like it's almost like you've donated a kidney though so right yeah actually i don't know why i want that because that's fucking virtue signaling to myself because the truth (laughs) is i thus have made no difference in anyone's life (laughs) by doing that but you've taken the steps to do so it's just it's their fault it's the system that's That's what happens to me every time i try to donate blood because i cannot donate blood because i was born in london in some time period where it's like anyone born in this spade is not allowed to really it's so i think it's a fear of mad cow disease which in my head I'm like, okay, then test the blood, but yeah, right. I don't know how. Yeah, it works. that's right. Yeah. Uh, but every time I'm like, well, I guess I can't get blood. It's just like I tried. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but for a kidney, I'm like, there's a part of me that I'm like, if nothing cha- nothing changes in my life as a result of it, and I can just help someone, why not? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I used to give blood all the time, and I stopped, and I don't know why I stopped. Hmm. Um, like every month or so, I'd get a call and I'd go down because I have. Oh, negative, and it's the universal blood, and yeah. so I just want my blood. Yeah, um, universal get blood. You back in. Yeah, old Wait. dense bone, universal blood. <laughs> Danny over there, I love that marrow. They're just looking at me, and they're just looking at that marrow, going, "We want some of that." <laughs> marrow. Timmy, how did you know that you have to pee more often when you only have yeah. one kidney? I just assumed because kidneys help with like the production of urine, right? Yeah, yeah, smart, but boy that was honestly that was my only thought i was like i would i would give away my kidneys oh but i'd have to probably pee pee more which is why i was like did anything change in your life when you were (laughs) (laughs) but see i would think that you would pee less pee less oh oh no but you're saying there's like slightly a slightly less efficient yes processing of it so you would dump more fluid that's my i i mean it could have been really go either way if he told me that he peed less i'd be like why do we all have two kidneys? Come on, let's yeah. do this, let's people. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm such a piece of shit that, like, for years I didn't put organ donor on my driver's license because I was... Worried they wouldn't save you? Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was sure that, oh, I'll be, you know, on some sort of, like, mm, borderline. They'll just be like, let's get those yeah. fucking organs. Let's get them. Eyes, brain, uh, hands. I don't know. In my head, it's like, if there's a scenario where they could like it's like we can either save him or not and he's an organ donor in my head i'm like well then it doesn't seem like you're well enough that they could just use those organs yeah. anyway <laughs> it's not like you're jumping off the table yeah. the next minute yeah i know and, and oh, i never thought about it that way yeah yeah I don't know. and then you know you hear about people's lives being saved you're like well that's not a bad legacy no i mean it's a great legacy yeah. you know yeah someone who needs a heart gets your heart that's pretty good mm-hmm. so that's yeah. so funny that you think of it of oh this guy's a donor so we'll save the other person because i always put donor on there because uh they would see well she's generous Let's yeah keep her we gotta around. save this lady look at her oh no that's not her. how hospitals work they're <laughs> yeah, greedy <I> know. 
<laughs> they just want to. They want those bones. Yeah. <laughs> you put organ organ donor on there. They check your organs. They're like, this yeah. guy's yeah. universal blood donor. That's He's right. got all these dense bones. Yeah. Feel it. Feeling the smaller back, trying to feel that kidney, right. trying to get. Yeah. It. <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay. Nice. They didn't know that you're not fully under. So it's like you're just hearing them talk about how much they want to get all your bones. <laughs> right. And they're like, let's cut his head off. You just you if you go in for like you you broke a finger. Mm. And they're just seeing those sweet organs. <laughs> they're just like, oh, man. What if we give them the wrong medication? They're like a cartoon wolf where they look at a person and they see like yeah. a fried chicken leg. Right. But yeah. it's just your heart that's right. your bones. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and your eyeballs. Yeah. 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 Start licking their lips. Like that. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Sometimes it's hard to find a satisfying vape that's simple and convenient. Blue, who introduced vaping to the world, is now introducing MyBlue. MyBlue gives you all the satisfaction with none of the hassle. Just click and go. With MyBlue's easy-to-use one-click liquid pods, you can switch between flavors in seconds. A range of flavors to choose from. MyBlue's curved design makes it comfortable to use. Just 20 minutes to charge and you're set all day. It comes with a free limited lifetime device warranty called MyCare. Try MyBlue blue today at myblue.com try my blue today at myblue.com not for sale to minors warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical don't i know it <laughs> <laughs> nicotine sounds like a nice name like you know? for a person nicotine. nicotine i remember in college a friend of mine saying Nikki. that she thought <laughs> a friend of mine in college saying that she thought the most beautiful name would be avarice <laughs> but like, but oh, she wow. couldn't do it because you know it means greed. There but, are so many, but words it's a pretty sounding name mm-hmm. for like bad things that I'm like, yeah, you can't name someone syphilis or chlamydia. Right, yeah, yeah. But well, if those are good names, chlamydia, yeah. yeah, chlamydia is a pretty name. Midi, like calling someone midia or midi for short, yeah. beautiful, perfect scenario. Clam, clam, sure, <laughs> clam, yeah, chlamydia. Get down here. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, listen, you guys were looking for baby names, right? Do you want to break the there stigma about it? Oh. Do we try yeah. it? Yeah, yeah take back the we night. Boy names. Take back syphilis and just call names. him Phil. <laughs> or Syphil. 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 Syph. Phil. I mean, any ch- syllable, really. Yeah. Versed. As opposed for? For Versed, my yeah. favorite pharmaceutical. Name, this what if we named our son out of, uh, after your favorite pharmaceutical? <laughs> oh, my God. Medazolam? Medazolam <laughs> is the Versed Medazolam. Versed oh. is the brand name. Oh. Medazolam is the generic name. Medazolam. Medazolam Lamb. You got to also name mm. them the 15 MG that comes after <laughs> yeah, that. Obviously. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we don't want information. Right. It's like uh, naming someone junior. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Honorific. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Jeff? Sorry. Just that uh, I saw Medazolam in the news and I thought of you, Allison. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what does Medazolam do? Oh, so this is a, <laughs> a drug that they give you before general anesthesia often <sighs> to relax you. Um, and it's like a slight amnesic, so you sort of forget thought. Oh, uh, they no. say that. They say that. However, I always have recalled what the operating room looks like and stuff, but it just mm. makes you it's forget. It's not a painkiller. It's no, uh, it's just, it's like super strong Xanax. Yeah. But cool. it's like for me, the it's the best, most re- relaxed, happy, melting feeling I'm, I've ever experienced. Well, it makes surgery worth it. You'll be happy to know <laughs> that the reason it was in the news was I forget what state it was, but they were trying to use it as their part of their cocktail for lethal, lethal injection. Yeah. I know, and it doesn't Florida, work really. Probably. I don't know that. It, I don't know about that, but yeah. that the manufacturers <laughs> were suing the state for using it for that purpose because it's not intended for that right. purpose, and they had. 
well, apparently it, obtained it surreptitiously. Isn't yes. it that they've, they've, the drug that they want to use, they can't get anymore or something? There's something where the, the manufacturer of one of the, cock, the drugs in that cocktail has yeah. restricted it. So now they're trying to find a replacement so, drug. Yeah, and I think Medeslion had done that too. They said, you cannot use this for right. lethal injection. But I think, and I'm, I'm probably butchering the facts here, but there was a state that then tried to do it and they, it was a disaster. It was, it was botched. Yeah. And, and I remember person. at the time saying like, that is not the worst way to go out though. But then there was a time that while super high on Versed, something like they, um, this was during a fertility thing. So there was a speculum and like it slipped or something and it was fine, but it like, it like pinched pinched me. It pinched me. And all of a sudden I was like wide fucking awake and very alert. Mm -hmm. And And so I realized like, oh, it really doesn't do anything for pain. Right. Right. It just makes you chill. Okay. Yeah, like, until until pain happens, and then you're not cool. chill anymore. Right? right. right. Yeah, That's I don't. Right. I don't understand why these states, if they're so intent on doing these executions and they can't get the, why not just go back to like firing, firing squad? squads or hanging or something like that? Like, why or why do we have to do it this one particular way? I'm not. I'm not saying we should be doing it at all. I'm just saying if that's your thing. I feel like it's the idea that even if you're putting someone to death, you have to be humane about it. Yeah, but how is that more humane? It's like... It all is so... Right, well, the botched botched midazolam lethal execution is the opposite of humane. But hanging and firing squads are instant. Uh, Hanging is not instant. If it's done right, it is. Uh, I don't know how you do it right then. Yeah, how you do it right. You do it... It snaps snaps your neck. I think you hang there for a while. I don't uh, think I don't think you die instantly. I feel I like there isn't a humane way to kill a person, nah. but yeah. also it's. Well, I'm not saying there is a humane way. Right. I'm saying there is an instant way, absolutely, and then there's a drawn out way. And if the thing that we're trying to define humane by, like, I'm not sure I understand what makes one humane and another not humane. Yeah. It's just like you're killing a person, and the lethal yeah. injection. It's like it, why the lethal injection? It's so scientific and slow that it's almost. It, it's almost the weirdest way to do it because you're so far removed from the violence. I think of it's it humane just, for us. It's it's, it, it's, yeah. it's surreal. I think that's the yeah. thing. It's like the the injection makes them paralyzed. That doesn't mean they're not feeling everything going on when they're being killed. Right. So it's for the viewers. It's oh, he just went to sleep. Yeah. Whereas like the uh, firing squad or you know hanging. Might be the same or less pain, but it's it's worse for us. I feel like they they see a quiet dignity in that, and like the electric chair, where it's not this weird thing where you can like see blood or like the broken bones, like a face. I mean, it's yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think that it should be a method that we use at all. But right. also, like, I think with lethal injection, they're just like you you put a needle in them, and then they're they're dead. There's no sort of like visual thing that shows how inhumane it is. You know what we should right. do is um. Use them as stunt people in movie scenes <laughs> yeah. that are really super dangerous, and then they go they, they're in a movie. Well, then they're just gonna fuck up the stunt every time. No, no, <laughs> well, they, 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 it's like they're expendable. With so it's like the car goes off the cliff and yeah. they die, but it's like, there hey, you were in a Tom Cruise movie. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, have them sign a waiver. Not that they, no, I mean, I guess you don't sign a waiver to be like, I guess I'm okay. I'm, with I dying. won't sue. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so many inventions this podcast. Yeah. I know. Microwaves, how to kill people. Muffins with filling. I had a, I had a dream They've really invention. gotten progressively less uh, <laughs> chill. I had a dream invention, what too. What was that? Um, and this is also like yours, in a dream. Uh, it's an app 
called uh, Rude Alarm. Mm. And it's an alarm oh, yeah. where you get you can get celebrities and comedians to record uh, different things. And what will happen is it goes out and say, hey, get up, you <laughs> fucking asshole or whatever. And then you, you, you hit snooze and then it'll go, oh, snooze. Okay, we'll see about that. <laughs> and then like nine minutes later, it's like a different like, okay, what, woman, <laughs> it's been nine fucking woman? minutes. Get your ass up now. <laughs> and then every time you hit snooze, it gets ruder and ruder yeah. and ruder until, you know, it's okay. insulting. Oh, yeah, check out the garage. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a big garage. Get, get out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> and I said it should be called Rude Awakening. Yes. Oh, Ooh, of course. Ooh, so she did good. say that, but I thought it sucked. <laughs> As an idea, it's Rude Alarm. <laughs> All right. Between Rude Alarm, Rude Awakening, and Hidden Bite Henry's, <laughs> we are sitting on a gold mine, you guys. All right, well, we're out of time, but I say we do a couple quick Just Me or Everyone's, and then... Uh, then that then that's it till next week. Um sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? The um was just going to be by this time next week, how many of us will still have two kidneys? I suspect Ooh. all of us. <laughs> Not me. I'm getting that thing out tonight. Yeah. If anyone knows where I live, please come over and take it out of me. Jeff, you've been quite quiet. Are you hoarding your kidneys? Oh, yeah. I got them all squirreled away. <laughs> Jeff's like, I've got right seven above my kidneys. <laughs> I keep putting myself on the list for donors and then just keeping them. I don't even know how how big are kidneys. I'm imagining like chicken breast size. Probably. That, that mm, seems that about big, right. maybe? Yeah. Like a uh, I'm definitely going to Google it. How big they are, not how to donate. I, I feel know. like they're big, I f- but I feel like they're big and flat. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. not a softball. Yeah, I'm seeing like an ice pack size. Yes. That feels right to me. Well, speak for yourself. I have big softball size kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Brendan says, searched for a movie I own on a streaming service so I didn't have to get off the couch and put in the DVD. <laughs> yes. Hashtag laziness. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Yeah. I've had movies that it's like, I own them on DVD. I could watch them in the living room, but I really want to lie down and watch them in my room. So I will be like, well, I guess I'm paying five ninety nine to watch <laughs> pop star in my bedroom. I, pop star is so good. It's great. I've done the thing where you buy a DVD and then you realize you already have it. Mm-hmm. I've, there's there's movies I've bought like twice. I times. subscribed, I think, to Showtime thinking like, I'll just let the trial expire. And then I didn't let it expire in time. I was like, but I haven't finished watching Mission Impossible yet. So I'll just renew for mm-hmm. a month. And then I later remembered that I bought like the four DVD collection of the first four <laughs> movies. Yeah. So it's just like, well, now I'm just going to take my time to watch it because I remembered that uh, <laughs> I bought like I, I'm still like, well, I have to finish it on the streaming service or else it's a waste. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nina Hartley says, instead of getting a brain freeze from eating ice cream too fast, I get that feeling near my shoulder blade. I know this isn't everyone, but I cannot be the only person this happens to. Maybe I have weird neuro connections. No, that's mm. obvious. Like, there's wow. so clearly some, like, referred mm. sensation. Yeah. She can't be the only person. A doctor, I bet some doctor person. If Dr. I, Drew were here right now. He could explain why this happens. I feel like I sometimes get a shiver, but it's never after, like, eating ice cream. Is she sure yeah. her brain isn't between her shoulder blades? <laughs> I don't know. Nina, let us know if you know where your brain is. <laughs> if you follow up oh, questions. Here, Dr. Drew's going to call in. <laughs> that was That's him. literally That's Dr. Oh, wow. Drew oh. hanging up the phone. He <laughs> left us a message, and then this is him. <laughs> we had trouble hanging up. Celebrities, they're just like us. It was yeah. amazing. Tough, man. 
Okay. Ray Morgan says, think that if something is called an appetizer, it should make you more hungry, not less. I never thought of it that way. That is true. It is yeah. true, but it doesn't function Maybe that way. Maybe that's how it started as a thing to get wet your appetite. Right. And now an appetizer is like a full meal. Did you meal. forget to chew? Well, right. let's walk you through it. Right, <laughs> Dinner right. will be here soon. <laughs> it's, it's like the warm-up. It's like an unappetizer. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's the filler up. Filler upper. I once read, this is going to be an unsatisfying story. I read something that's like, why do restaurants serve bread with meals? Isn't the point, like, why would they want you to fill up? Don't they want you to buy more of their food? But I can't remember what the answer was. You already, well, no. I guess you're not full by the time that you order, I feel like. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And also, bread will spike your insulin probably during order time. You're like, I'm starving. And yeah. then it'll plummet right back down. Oh. So maybe they're just like, hey, let's give you a little. Make you they do know what they're Order doing. a cocktail yeah. to wet it all down. Right. Oh, I feel like a lot of, ways. I don't know if it's just in LA thing or if it's in everything, but a lot of places don't automatically serve you bread anymore. They don't. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it either. Mm. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't love the... We will give you bread, but we're going to give you olive oil with it. Yeah. And then if I'm feel... eating bread, which already, if I'm eating bread, that's a thing. I'm eating butter, too. You know yeah. what we want. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get bring fancy it. with it. Yeah. And you Just feel like it. such a you know piece of shit, because you're like, can I have butter? I know I'm not cultured enough to enjoy your olive oil it's just not as good and it feels somehow grosser i think because yeah. i'm just like just oil you're yeah. making me dip it in oil that's right. gross yeah. no there's a dime size spot of vinegar in oh it. right yeah you yeah. mix it together and that's supposed to make something good <laughs> i just give me the butter please tony b greasy says i scroll through trip <laughs> that's a fake name tony b greasy greasy Jeff, i'm sorry oh, i had a brain okay. no, that's I, real. To start over <laughs> I scroll through twitter when i need something to do while smoking however i tend to do more scrolling than smoking and it tends to take me a long time to finish a bowl need to fix this trend by the way i assumed you meant cigarette me i did too, too. Yeah. 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 for a loop at the end there. that's right bowl uh, Twitter makes everything take longer. Unless yes. is he smoking mm. a bowl of cigarettes? That's true. <laughs> Are we out <laughs> here for five hours, buddy? What if they started selling them by the bowl? That would be. <laughs> they should call the bowl of cigarettes. <laughs> I do feel like anytime I do anything and I involve Twitter, I immediately am like distracted by Twitter. Yep. Yeah, it'll suck you in. The worst is is the gram for me because Twitter at least you can get to the most recent ones, mm-hmm. and then and then you kind of have to stop. Yeah. So there's a, but with Instagram, it's never ending. It just keeps going. Also, I feel on, with, on, like on. with Twitter lately, I reach a threshold where I'm just like, why do I want this? And I just close the app or like move on to something else. Yeah. With Instagram, I'm just like, these are just photos. I can Ready. see, yeah, I'll just see more photos. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying anything that other people aren't also dealing with. However, I will like get in bed uh, in the middle of the day to take a quick nap and then I will just fuck. Her. I'll just go back and forth between Twitter, Instagram, and email. Yep. And I'll be like, "What am I doing? Like, I have because it's one of those like I have twenty five minutes to trip. By the way, I used to be a never nap kind of person. And if I I've talked about this before, but like if I napped, it was never ever in my bed. Like bed was only for sleep. Yeah. And now you're never awake. You're never <laughs> out of the bed. I I can it takes nothing to, for me to get back under yeah, the covers. Just right even in. just for eight minutes. But I'll squander my time. I'll go I'll leave like on the weekends or whatever. I will let's say we have, you know, childcare and I'll go leave the house to do some errands, do a whole bunch of errands. Yeah. She will have been in bed when I left. I'll come home. 
still in bed. In fairness to me, that happened when I was having really bad morning sickness where I would get up in the morning and be like, this is not happening, and I get back into bed. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you're pregnant, so you have an excuse. Yeah. Like, that's not Why a bring it up, thing. Daniel? <laughs> but it's relieving to hear that everybody does that. Because I think when you're on it for like five hours straight mm-hmm. or however like absurd thing that yeah. you do, you're just like, oh, I have a problem. I have a problem that nobody else is experiencing. You're yeah. like, nope, everybody's going through this. Oh. <laughs> the thing is like whenever you do sort of like get rid of one of the vices, I feel like something else fills it in very quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. There was a time where I was like, I'm not using Twitter. I'm not using Instagram. I changed all the passwords and everything. And then I was just like, Every time I want to do something, I will f- do the New York Times crossword. Yeah. And I was just like, this is like, I feel like I'm better for it. Like I'm making my brain better, but I'm still using it as a distraction in the same way and mm-hmm. not letting myself do the things that I need to do because it's there. Right. Yep. Yeah. Like, why are you avoiding it? What are you avoiding? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do think about that. I think like if we, if our, it doesn't have to be we, if I didn't have Twitter, how much more would I accomplish in life? Because I think that it gives me this illusion i think it gives a lot of people who are somewhat in show business an illusion of productivity because right. it's like i created something today and right. i communicated and it's like i actually could be writing something like it's almost worse yeah because you're you should be scratching that itch with something right. productive right right yeah i feel like it's i i asked this question on twitter overall <laughs> do you feel like twitter is good for mankind or bad and more people said bad, and yeah. I agree. Yep. It's absolutely, without a doubt, bad. Yeah. And the problem is, like, I do think a system like Twitter is what we need for everyone to be sort of like... Like, I think a lot of people are just kind of like, people are different these days. And it's like, well, now, because of something like Twitter, you were connected with all the people you didn't have to think about before. So, yeah, there's more empathy you're being forced to live through. Right. But then the other side of it is there's more awful stuff that you have to see constantly. Mm-hmm. There's more distractions in your life keeping you from doing other things. It's a very addictive, like societal good and because humans are by nature awful we turn it into a bad very quickly <laughs> yeah. i almost feel that it's in, it was inevitable though yeah that i feel like if whoever invented twitter didn't invent it someone else would have invented it yes because absolutely. we have an instinct as a species towards that kind of communication that and that's just where it was going to yeah. go there we all want to go to the fire yeah yeah. yeah and we have a need to to just connect yeah. and so this is going to allow the quickest uh, easiest form of that. So yeah, it was. It, I don't know. I I, I was uh, listening to that um, girl who was in the um, Westboro Baptist Church. Who did you hear about this? One of the one of the da- daughters mm. left the church mm-hmm. a while ago, right? A few years ago, I think. Yeah. And she's been making the rounds, doing interviews, and she said she, her experience of Twitter was actually the complete opposite, where she was in that sort of culty kind of religious um thing her whole life yeah. and it was through twitter that she was able to get uh people reaching out to her to give her alternate ideas right. that started to plant hmm. seeds that got her to to leave and so there is the possibility of the i think of us being able to create something good from it but yeah. it just doesn't feel like that that's what's happening yeah i do think it's a good safety net in that huge awful things hopefully can't happen because there's too much information spreading around. That'd yeah. be great. Like it's shining a light into too many things at the same time. And, and at the same time, so much of my career is based off of that connection and off of, of Twitter and everything, you know, um, I'm just focusing on the negative, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
It's hard not it's to. It's pretty negative. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think a lot of it. Yeah. Chelsea Peretti had this, this funny, I'm complaining about Twitter while quoting tweets, but this tweet about, <laughs> uh, to like, so it was something like Twitter is like having an open sewer line in your home and going to sniff it every morning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. Yes. That Perfect. exactly. Yeah. You guys, this has been delightful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Doing a lot of thinking about having two kidneys right now. Mm-hmm. Well, now would be not a good time for me to get rid of one. Yeah, uh, no. So. You got an excuse. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rest That's right. Off the hook. That's We're right. selfish. I know. I know. Um, Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hang that up. Huh. Daniel? Find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, <laughs> you rock. And uh, part two of my uh, conversation with Dave on his podcast, The Space Cave, is up. Go check it out. We had a lot of fun. Every now and then, Mr. Noodle shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Now and then he does. (laughs) Renee? I am on Instagram, Renee S. Colvert, and I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? And Demi? I'm on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Electrolemon, so hit me up if you need a kidney. <laughs> uh, and I have a podcast called Punch Up the Jam. So, yes. Wonderful. Uh, I have a book out, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. You can get that. Go to my website, AllisonRosen.com. There's many places to click, and it'll take you right to Amazon where you can buy it. Available in all formats. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash AllisonRosen. Um, leave us a review. We have a segment called iTunes Comments of the Week which we haven't done in a little while. So it's time. So get those reviews in uh, and tell a friend and ringtones, t-shirts, all that uh, available on the website, alisonrosen.com. Follow me on Twitter because I'm still there because I'm a hypocrite <laughs> at Allison Rosen, Instagram at Allison Rosen, everything else. You know where to find me. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Rosen is your new best friend.